Now, tomorrow is International Day of Charity, chosen as such to mark the passing of Mother Teresa of Calcutta. News Talk Sarah Madden reports on how Irish people are giving back and what Ireland's leading charities are doing to help those both at home and around the world. This happened way back in... 1983, 40 years ago, I was in Kilkenny for 20 years and I worked developing the social services there. I came to Dublin and I returned to the university as a senior research fellow and I was really particularly interested in homelessness. I was particularly interested in what happened to people who couldn't stay in their own home. I'm at the sanctuary at Dublin Stanhope Street, speaking to social activist Sister Stan. So I spent a year with eight young women who were homeless. Uh, it was the most amazing year because they described, when they began to trust me, they, they had difficulty in trusting me first because they didn't trust nuns and I was here, they didn't know what I was doing, hanging out with them. Once they trusted me, they talked about the awfulness of homelessness, what it was like. Not have a place to stay, not have a place to wash, not have a place to leave your things, not to have an address, not to have a door you could close behind you. All those things were terrible. But what was worse for them, and they described, was the way people treated them. How they really treated them with a lack of respect and a lack of dignity. And how they shouted at them and they uh, shouted advice on them. And they gave out to them. And they walked on the other side of the street to avoid them. And some of them spat on them. And the awfulness of that. And how that really hurt them. Their whole sense of self-respect their whole sense of, of dignity, how all that was eroded on a daily basis by the way people treated them. So it was out of that that we decided, OK, we will open a place and we'll call it Focus, Focus Point. That's how it started and quickly it grew. The need for Focus Ireland has not diminished since Sister Stan began her research in 1983. But in 2023, homelessness is just one of the major crises affecting Ireland and the world at large. There are over 12,000 charities in Ireland, which sometimes comes as a surprise to many people. And they're involved in all kinds of areas like health and disability, social care services, education services, housing services, poverty relief services, the arts, sport and international development. Ivan Cooper is CEO of The Wheel, Ireland's National Association of Charities, Community Groups and Social Enterprises. And there are billions of euros every year flowing through Ireland's charities that are donated by members of the public and that are earned through the work that these charities do, earning income for themselves to support their work. According to the charities regulator, nine out of ten adults in Ireland donated to charity over the last year. I do get targeted on Instagram a good bit and I would actually donate um, to things like UNICEF. Well, I recently played in the classic for the RNLI. The only way that I'd kind of support would be through like buying clothes. Like a lot of my clothes would just be from charity shops. There is an NCBI just up on the Ratmines Road. But also the Oxfam and Lucan. Gems, yeah. My soft spot is always an animals charity, so anything dog related, I'm a sucker for. Probably women's shelters and stuff. It's a very vulnerable portion of society. I know that people close to me have had to rely on those charities. It's something I've seen the first-hand impact of. Doctors Beyond Borders, they're my favourite. And I also have a standing order for the Simon community. You've only got to watch the late lake. Several nights I've watched it and the money that comes in from the Irish people is unbelievable. Ireland's people are amongst the most generous in the world. 
with over 70% of Irish people giving regularly to charities over the course of any one year. I think it's because of the cultural experience that we had in Ireland of community self-help and helping each other. So there's a really strong tradition of metal in Ireland. We know it comes through in terms of local community support for people uh, when they find themselves experiencing difficulties in their life. We've had our difficult cultural experiences in terms of the you know, emerging, I know it's an awful long time ago, but the folk memory of the family and past would always be there of the high levels of emigration and the hardship that I think Irish families and communities endured and that hasn't been forgotten. Many of the world's leading charities were founded here in Ireland including Trocara and of course Concern. We were founded originally for the response in Biafra for the famine in Nigeria in the Biafra region. At the, the starting of Concern there was definitely remembrance to the to the famine here in Ireland and the Irish people are still amongst the, the main contributors and supporters to Concern. Now the regional director for West Africa and the Sahel, Reka Zatstapa, has seen the charity grow during her lengthy career there. We have close to 5,000 staff across the world and we work in 25 countries and we also have offices in a number of other major cities. What's changed and what we're recognizing more and more is that you know the communities we work with bring a huge skill set and a lot of knowledge and expertise and so it's it's much more about working with people and not necessarily teaching but it's very much about what we can bring to support how we can support existing innovation or existing ideas and programs in communities and how we can work together Concern is an established charity which last year helped 36 million of the world's poorest and most vulnerable out of poverty and hunger. But is there really a need for 12,000 Irish charities? And couldn't salaries in some of them be better spent elsewhere? First of all, buildings are in very expensive areas of Dublin. They could actually be in a more down market area, you know, doesn't have to be in top Georgian houses. And I don't like my money going to places like that. Too much of it goes to administration, I think. I would be worried just about how much gets the actual cause. That worries me slightly. I think for me as well, it's like there are so many charities and it's kind of in your face all the time. So yeah. when they're standing around the streets, you nearly run away from them. So you're not giving them the time to even learn because it's kind of like they're pouncing on you, if you know what I mean. Yeah. That's always a legitimate question. Ivan Cooper again. But I think it's not an easy thing to just say, yes, there's too many charities. It's more a case of why are those charities there and and how can the state facilitate and work with the, the charity sector to encourage organisations to begin to look more collaboratively at what they do. So, for example, one of the things we're calling for is a fund to support organisations, in fact, that are looking at merging. Irish charities are part funded by the government. And though more state funding would be welcome, Sister Stan says the charity sector will always play a role. There are huge, huge lacunas in the whole, in all the services that are not being provided by the state. And that's why you have the voluntary sector. But there is a place for the voluntary sector anyway. I think it is an opportunity for people to give. If that wasn't there, it could be a very cold service. But when there is an opportunity for people to give, whether it is their resources, their money or whatever, to give themselves, that makes a difference. So it complements what the state does. I used to do work with, it was called the Brighton and Hove Food Partnership. It was a little bit of everything, like personal, moral, 
work experience, social, you know what I mean? So I did volunteer with the DSPCA for four or five years, but to be honest, that was before I had a dog, so it was kind of an excuse to spend time with dogs. People have to realize it feels good to give stuff, mm -hmm. more so than like getting a new iPhone or whatever it might be. It's a very short-lived experience, mm. but you can build your whole life around charity. Yeah. And then it's a cyclic thing that if you give, it comes back to you in other ways, or maybe not to you, but to other people, and maybe, you know, there's a kind of chain effect. Gina Dowling is one of the 500,000 Irish people currently offering their services as volunteers. After COVID, um, I discovered that I was um, quite isolated. I started to uh, feel quite low in my mood. I lost a lot of self-esteem and confidence. So uh, it was suggested maybe I should try volunteering. For the past year, she's worked with the South Dublin Community Volunteers. I didn't feel I had anything to offer, but I did have a lot of free time. So that was what I went to offer them, was my time. I've been with them almost a year now, over with City West, helping out with the Ukrainian emergency response team. A lot of them will only have very few belongings and it, it makes you think and it gives you perspective. So I feel very privileged and it gives me a huge feeling of self-worth and pride to be able to, to offer even just a hand some days to hold somebody's hand and say, it's okay, you're safe. Even though I felt I didn't have a whole lot to offer, I actually found where I think I belong now and I think that this is what I was always meant to do. If you'd like to get involved just as Gina has done, Volunteer Ireland can help pair you with a charity that aligns with your values and interests. And if you're feeling that you can't make a difference, Sister Stan says to look at the legacy of Mother Teresa, in whose honour we celebrate International Day of Charity. She was a great woman. She was an inspiration. I met her when I was in Detroit. She was a very unassuming, gentle woman. There's a lot that we can each do. Um, and it is true that we can feel powerless in the face of, of, of big problems. But actually, we can all do something. So I suppose the lesson to be learned for is to open our eyes to what's around us and then to see what, if anything, we can do for them or what can we do to change the situation that is causing this. And that report from Sarah Madden.